fun. I am your host, Lyotis, with our guest speaker, as always, Mr. Fox. How are you doing today, sir? Doing really well. How about you? I am doing just fine. Doing just fine. Now, everybody, this is going to be an episode with multiple topics. Um, me and Mr. Fox are going to go over several things, and I'm just going to put all this into one segment. Um, I will probably break them up more into multiple segments next time. So, but uh, other than that, I mean, let's jump right into the news. Um, I know that, what topics did you bring for us today, Mr. Fox? All right, today I've got all-season tire recommendations Mm -hmm. because the winter is approaching us. Then I've got a concise list of quiet cars. Okay. And then some SUVs are in there too from different brands. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And what I have actually brought to the table on you know, multiple subjects, we will be talking about what South Korea has just outlawed, what Suzuki has in the production of, what the Avengers Endgame uh, directors are talking about, and uh, multiple other topics. So, uh, topping off the first of the list for me today is YouTube has taken down 58 million videos and 224 comments last quarter due to for a policy violation. So a lot of people are saying that this is taking away their free that don't really want to get into the political side of it. But essentially, I mean, if you're on their site and you broke their policy, then that kind of explained why got taken down i know some people feel targeted by this but um i mean hey i'm just reporting what they're doing not reporting how to fix it how do you feel about that mr fox about them taking down wow that's <laughs> In the yeah, I, I won't say it's alone. unbelievable but that that's just something else i mean freedom of speech huh <laughs> 58 million videos so that's wow that's a lot in one quarter man that's, I mean, I can't even imagine, you know, so, but uh, in other news, Suzuki has ended production of the Hayabusa after 20 years. As of Whoa! Yep. As of Whoa! Yeah, some say it's due from the backlash from consumers. Um, Japan and Europe has limited their bikes to 186 miles an hour. So they're saying that's why, because that bike could easily reach 200 stock. Um, so no one wants to buy it now. But uh, they're saying it's due to emissions regulations. But uh, yeah, no longer there. I figured you'd, you'd like that one. That's why I waited to talk about that one. <laughs> that is awesome. That'll be a shot in Suzuki's arm big time. Yeah. For the I mean, good. People, yeah. I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, they're terrible at making cars. Why are they getting rid of one of their best bikes? Yeah, why, why would you kill off what you're good at? Exactly. Exactly. So my microphone picks up every little detail in my room. Okay, well, let's jump right into some tire talk with Mr. Fox. So, what do you have for us on the tire side? All right, so tires I've got recommended for all season. These are for passenger cars, but most of the time they make these for SUVs too. Now, for all you that don't know, real quick, a passenger car is any Ford or 
sedan, wagon, anything that's not technically on an SUV platform. No crossovers, nothing like that. So, continue. Sorry, I just wanted to clarify. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did that. Just in case. All right. So, coming in at number one, my personal favorite would be the Michelin Energy Saver All Season. Great times. Great times. All right. And I, I've actually had experience with these. I, I own them on my own personal vehicle. They're great. Uh, great in the snow. They ride really smooth. Great traction. And the tread life on them is really good. So I've been impressed with them over the years. Uh, number two would be Continental Conta Pro Contact. Excellent tire. Um, good noise reduction. Good traction. The rubber is very pliable. So, and Continental's always been a really good brand. They're not. They're not bad. I'm. I'm more particular, you know, towards the racing grade tires. You know, Toyotas, the Yokohamas, stuff like that. But when it comes to uh, good all-season tires, Mr. Fox will have you guys have me on that. And then number three, Continental True Contact Tours. Same thing, almost as a Conta Pro, only these are a whole lot quieter because they're touring certified. Mm -hmm. Number four would be Michelin Defender T plus H. And then last but not least, Pirelli P4s and P7s. Firestone? And uh, well, they make quiet tires, but the tread life on them needs some work. Yeah. Like the Bridgestone Dueler, it's hard to beat that thing for noise isolation. Yeah, that thing. Comes at a cost. They're about $116 a tire. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad for that, and they are. They ride well and they're super quiet. I mean, if not the quietest, I'd, I'll give them that. What do What do I have on my car? You've got the Continental True Contacts, I think, right? See, I'm not real for sure. Oh no, my tires are pretty good. I know, I know that's going to change yeah. it, within a not too distant future, huh? Oh, I forgot to tell you that uh, that SI I want to go look at the. Uh, he added a stripe to it, so not only is it orange, but now it's orange with a black stripe on the driver's side. I don't, I'm not really sure how I feel about it. They lowered the price about a thousand dollars, so it's like sixteen thousand now. So, oh, nice! It's not bad, not a bad price, but at the same time, you know, I mean, all the issues that we have, I told you about it, you know, right? What's wrong with it? change that so now what do you got on the SUV side of tires SUVs okay the now some of these you most of these actually you can use on them but if you are okay with shorter tread life most good years provide excellent ride comfort and decent fuel efficiency um the Assurance Triple Tread, I believe it is. They're not bad. I mean, the, and they come in pretty cheap too. But they don't have that seventy and eighty and ninety thousand dollar tread life, uh, thousand mile tread life. 
And if you want uh, strictly winter, Michelin latitudes are the best for if you strictly a snow tire. Yeah. That's your number one right there. What do you got? You got anything on performance tires at all? Performance. All right. You're going to want Yokohama's. If you have an SUV, like a RAV4, or even a Highlander, Avid Ascends. And then your Pirellis. You want some good cornering, good handling, grip, stick to the road. Those are your top two go tos right there. Okay. Man, I feel like we're just piloting through this. Uh, and then. And then Toyo tires too. Yeah. They're not bad at all. I, I don't know why I prefer them in, in Yokohama the most. I think it's probably because of publicity that they got and all that. You know what I mean? So right. That's probably why, honestly. I think it is. I need to do more research on tires. So, okay. All right. You got any more news on tires for us? And that wraps up that part of it. Okay. As far as the recommendations. Re- recommendations. They need to listen to your recommendations. I think if everybody listened to you, things would be better. Oh, man, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you've never steered me wrong. As a car guy myself, you're, you've always, you know, been the other. I guess I want to say the more responsible side of my conscience when it comes to buying and purchasing vehicles. Because if I didn't call you, I might have left with a freaking orange car. <laughs> so but yeah so but uh all right well let's uh just keep on rolling down here through the news um i do also want to say out there i do apologize if this podcast is a little bit short um but like today me and mr fox are just cruising through this podcast at a pretty fast speed so let's uh let's keep on going through here there is going to be a uh I don't know. Do you like astronomy, Mr. Fox? I think we've talked about astronomy once or twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I like astronomy. Well, I'm glad to hear it because there is a green comet 46B, which, John, I think is how it's meant, fly by the Earth this weekend. It's going to be the closest approach in 20 years. Um, The the closest approach that it will have will be on December 16th, flying by at 7,199,000. 427 miles from our planet, which is roughly about 30 times the distance from the moon. And um, to all you out there concerned about this comet striking Earth, because it is coming very close to Earth, this is not one of the comets or asteroids that astronomers are worried about, but they're calling it the Christmas comet or the green comet. I don't know. I'm not sure every astronomer will call it the Christmas comet, but you know, this is a great comet. Pretty cool because there's a lot of um, stuff happening. We got meteor showers and all this stuff happening in this month alone, um, which is pretty awesome. I think. You know, I'm I'm pretty big. In, I'm not big into it, but I really like hearing about it and watching the stuff. I don't really live in an area where I can easily see the stars, so that kind of sucks. Yeah, of all of our factories and mountains and hills and things light pollution and light pollution yeah Dude, that would suck. I, I, I mean I keep seeing this post on Facebook like like if we had like a day called like star day or something where like all the power is just shut off for like an hour and you know just so you could see the stars better 
Like, I would love that. I would love if I could just live somewhere, you know, far enough away where I could just look up and just see the sky and all its brilliance, you know? Right. I agree with that. That would that would be awesome. So before we continue, there's something I wanted to ask you. You told me that you're going to go buy some trains. Uh, this is coming up now. I don't know if any of you out there are into model train sets, but I figured you could speak a brief moment about your uh, about your hobby. You know, besides cars, you know, what else is Mr. Fox like? And that happens to be model trains. So why don't you discuss what you're buying? Oh, I mean, if you can, I know it's a holiday present. So, you know, what you're buying and what you're getting and, or what you have currently. Okay, so I, I take it from the top. The start of the season, I bought a brand new N-scale CNO diesel by Atlas. It's a U-boat, U-23B, affectionately known as the U-boat. And I bought a matching passenger car set to go with it. And that was from the train show. And then, where was that at again? Was that in Lexington? Uh, that was uh, that was right right in Huntington. Oh, that's right. That was that was at the arena. Yep. So I got that, and then from October up till now, I've been buying O scale Thomas and Friends train sets for little now, children. Are these for little like children. The more like realistic like bigger size looking ones than like the ones you buy at Walmart and stuff per se exactly yeah that's exactly right okay. uh, these are twice the size of HO scale okay. so it <clears throat> and the reason I chose O scale for the children is just in case it hits the floor or they decide to pick it up and throw it they don't break as easy as the small trains okay Gotcha. And and they run on uh, O scale runs on three rail track system. So as they take curves, because most kids like to crank the throttle on the transformer. Well, most of the time when the engine takes the curve, it'll derail. With that third rail, it helps it stay on the track better because they know kids are going to want to crank the transformer. Okay. So that was pretty that makes sense. Hard. Do uh, do bigger trains have that stuff as well, like actual bike size trains? Uh, the third rail. Yeah. You will find that on bridges as they go across, like the Ohio River or something. Yeah. You'll see a, a guiding rail in the middle that helps keep them stable so they don't tip over into the river. Okay. Very interesting how that thing works. Now, something I've always wondered is when it comes to these trains, is there, I know in Asia, especially Japan, they have magnetic rails. Do they have like any type of train sets that are like that, or no? You can get models of those sets. Um, you can get them magnetized, but they're hard to find and expensive. But if you model in scale, you can get a model of the bullet train. And when you, if you have a high enough wattage transformer and you crank it, it will zoom around your layout, representing the train over there. Okay, so they, that's like a train I'd get. I like the whole look of the bullet trains and all that. But so you can actually buy like magnetic rail trains and it like will like pretty much levitate and float and go down the track and stuff. Yes, they're incredibly rare and really high. And then if you don't want to do that to save a little bit of money in N scale, you can get the TGV, which uh, sits on conventional track and just flies around your track plan. See, that sounds, that sounds that sounds pretty cool. 
Um, and do you ever go to the hobby shop near Walmart? Yes, I was just there tonight, actually. See, that's where I buy my monikers. Um, so, not, not, I don't do trains, obviously I do Gundams, but that's where I go to buy them. Um, but I thought about getting like an RC car or something for the kids. I saw his uh, post actually about about the Gundam sale, and I thought he was like, "I know who'll be there for that." Yeah, I I actually planned on making it, but just you know, it's been this holiday season has been ridiculous. Let me tell you. So you know, my kids got me a Manchester United flag, which I oh, absolutely I, love. Yeah, I put it, they already gave it to me. I put it behind my brand new TV. So. And yes, all those out there, I did not make an episode or a podcast about Manchester losing to Chelsea. We lost two to two to zero, but it's okay because I mean, you know, we're still the best in the league right now. Throwing that out there, but I was so confident we were going to win. But you know, it's a game. It's just a game. Even though we should have won, just a game. But yeah, they got me a uh, Manchester United. I'm sorry, not that. Uh, I can't believe I just said that. I can't believe I literally just disgraced my team. Uh, they got me a Manchester City flag, which is pretty awesome. Um, and it matches the sticker I have for my car or the decal, whatever. So it's pretty cool. I like it. Um, and we got the kids get a good bit of stuff. So that's what's most important for us. Yeah, same here. I'm, I am so pumped. I can't wait. To see them open their presents and play and run around. Yeah. That's what I, I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's that's gonna that's really fun to see. Um, so I'm actually gonna video chat my kids in the morning time. I'm not gonna have them um, on the on the morning, so I'll have them in the evening. I get them at five o'clock, so I'm going to like video chat with them while they open up their presents at their mom's house because you know that way they feel like oh you know daddy's part of it. So. You know, it works. It works, yeah. And then you'll be, you'll have them at five, you say, from five on? Yeah, I'll have them at five on. And then um, my girlfriend, her daughter, and all of, and my two kids are going to open up all of the uh, presents that we got for them. So sweet. They shall enjoy that. They got it. So, but um, back on science news, real quick. I mean, astronomy science. You can actually go and listen to the Martian wind. Um, it's kind of eerie sounding to me. I mean, it sounds really cool, but it's just crazy to think that, like, you know, another planet, I mean, technically really close to us, has wind on it. You know, like, it's it's very interesting to me. Um, I've listened to the video several times. You can find it anywhere by now. Um, and it's just, it blows my mind every time I hear it. Like, it just... I mean, I guess it really depends on how into it you are, but it literally just blows my mind that, like, wow, like, this is, you know, a different planet's wind that I'm hearing right now. So, I think that's, that's pretty cool. To me, I don't know how you feel about it, but I thoroughly enjoy that video. I have to look that up so I can hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, something I haven't done in a long time is getting my telescope out and just pointing it up and looking in the sky. I haven't done that in years. See, you figure where I live, like, it'd be really well to do that, living out here in kind of a rural area, but... Especially with all those mountains out there. Yeah. Well, there's, like, three street lamps, like, right near where I live. So, 
and that's like with one like right outside my door and that's what messes it up because like as soon as I walk outside not only do you get that annoying buzzing sound from the lamps in the middle of the night but you know you just you just can't you can't see the stars and uh, it just sucks but I mean we're moving soon so that's all that matters and uh, also uh, I don't know if you're in the movies especially the Marvel movies but uh, the Avengers in-game directors believe the time of the two-hour movies, the era of the two-hour movies, is no more. Because right now, in-game, Avengers in-game, is sitting at three hours. They're making a three-hour long movie. I would watch it. I'm an Avengers fan. I love Marvel movies. I will go see that. Hundreds, if not millions of people will go sit through a three-hour long movie because I think they make such a great movie. But, I mean, not every movie needs to be three hours. Can you imagine Frozen being three hours? Oh, my goodness. Oh, There'd be a riot in the theater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kids don't want to... I mean, but I get it. Like, they're making an action movie. They're making an in-depth story. They're telling a story. You know, they're taking hundreds of comics and bringing them together and making a story. I agree. Like, they're doing great. But, I mean, you got to be realistic about it, you know? I think I would watch the Alan movie. I definitely would. I would especially from them. They they make really good movies. You know, I have to admit, they do. And um, the last topic I have, and then we'll let you get into your your topic, Mr. Fox, is boosting is now illegal in South Korea. I don't know if you know what boosting is, but not cars. Is it only boosting? Uh, only, I was gonna say cars, but I heard somebody use it on a video game term too. Mm-hmm. Boosting is when you... Okay. I'm really good at Halo compared to you. Okay? So, I'm really good at Halo. So, you want to get really good armor. You want to level up really fast. You pay me. I take your account. And then I level your guy up. I get you the weapons you want. Everything you want. Boom. You have everything you want in the game. That's called boosting. In South Korea, that is now illegal. 20 years in jail. 20 years it is 20 years or 200 million I forgot I'll put the article real quick it is ridiculous like I never thought it'd get that you know what I mean like that bad wow it's illegal to help your friend on the game well if you get paid for it if you get paid wow <laughs> yeah I never thought that would come to pass yeah it's, it's yeah um okay and services video games okay so this act is punished by either two year jail sentence or a fine up to 20 million won which is nearly 18,000 US dollars 18,000 dollars and up to two years in prison jail prison whatever for someone paying you to play for them I mean that also helps like an overwatch and stuff like that and uh like league of legends and dota because you know you have people who pay someone to level them up to make them really good at the game or to give them really good characters whenever they're not really that good of a game you know and this person is you're paying them a bunch of money to do that for you i didn't think it'd be that bad because competitive gaming has like got to that level you know and if you can get in based on like what you have and hours played and you didn't really earn that spot and you take the spot over a guy that doesn't pay anybody that's actually just working his butt off to get there i see why 
you know, it sucked, you know, why it's illegal. But that's pretty harsh for for playing a video game. Yeah, $18,000. Hey, you look extreme much. Yeah, I, mean, I wish I had $18,000. I'd have me an Orange County Civic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's besides the point. From Honda, the way you want it. Yeah, exactly. Not orange. I'm pretty sure that guy would paint that car for me if I asked him to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, paint the car any other color. I'll take it. So, but, uh, so what is the other topic you had for us today, Mr. Fox? This one's going to come as a surprise. I just thought about it while we were going over tires. Okay. Took me by surprise. Toyota and Subaru are going to wake up the Mr. 2 and bring it back. Oh, the M- I saw that. The MR2. Was it 300 horsepower? 300 or horsepower. Yes. Uh, hopefully hopefully they, they don't wake up the, uh, what's that thing called? Oh, what was it? When they were just like lose control and kill you? <laughs> hopefully that doesn't happen yeah, anymore. Yeah, don't do not do that. Yeah. But, uh, and hopefully it's not that god-awful MR2 spider. That was... Yeah, that was a disaster. Uh, I don't know what they were thinking. Still? Yeah, it was still mid-engine. Honestly, I would buy that. I, I love the MR2. I love '90s, but we love '90s cars altogether. Like, right. Some, something about a '90s car. Like I don't know what it is. I, I mean, I dare anyone to argue with me that the '90s was not the best, you know, years for cars. I cannot think of any year better for vehicles than the 90s you had like what the r34 or r33 gtrs or whatever that racing edition one beautiful yeah. car you had the 1999 porsche uh it was a le mans race car that was a great car you had the ferrari f40 the mclaren f1 you had the nissan 300 zx you had the honda civic type r you had the prelude oh the prelude oh my yeah. goodness that thing iconic dream car NSX um Acura NSX mm -hmm. the R no the Integra Type R that was a that was a great car too yes you had the Volkswagen Corrado as well ah oh my goodness sorry I just keep thinking of all these maiden cars from the 90s and like yeah, 90s was an awesome era and the Supra and the Supra oh my god the Supra yes 97 Yes. Oh, in, 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 in any of them, but the 97 is my favorite. Yes. The Supras are amazing. I just, I can't think of any better time. Oh, and the Nissan Sentra SDR Spec Vs. Oh, yeah. SDRs. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. You know, even though there were two door back then, and the Maximas from then, too. Oh, my Ooh. God. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I love me some 90s Maximas. And, and I will, my favorite part. My favorite car, the 90, 89 maybe? I know it's the 90s, not 98 and above, but 97 and below, Ford Escort. Beautiful car. Yeah. I love look, the Ford Escort Crossworth. Uh, you can import those, and I would love to import one. Right-hand drive, turbocharged, all-wheel drive rally car. Ooh, man, that is, that's a car right there. My mom had a Escort GL wagon, 87 model. Yeah, I remember you telling me, didn't she just finally trade that in after like 30 years? That was her contour she finally got. Yeah, it, she had it from 99 until sometime last year. 
What you get now? Did you? She got a Camry, right? An Avalon. Oh, even better. Ooh. Oh man, let me tell you today. I saw one of the most underrated but greatest Chevy cars of all time in recent years. I personally think a re- oh, an original SS. <laughs> a Chevy SS. Oh a wow! Four door Chevy SS, supercharged, quad exhaust, set nice. I mean, nothing too fancy, but I mean, it was so quiet. He was just idling there, and it was just like you know, you could hear it, but it was just so quiet for for a sedan, for like an LS engine as well. And he was just sitting there, and then he just took off. And it was just loud. It was just in your face. I try, I could not get my phone out of time to record it. But I mean, oh my God, that's a, such a beautiful and underrated car. Like, I don't know why they quit making them. Yeah, that's when General Motors halfway had it together. I mean, yeah, I mean, they knew it. See, they can make such a good performance car. I just wish they could make a good regular, like everyday car. Like my Impala, I'm surprised it's still running. But like, I just, I don't get it. I mean, they made the Cavalier. Which, yeah. I mean, goodness, you could take the engine out and still run. Yeah, those, those things just don't die. They don't. My buddies are still going. And then you've got you've got Buickless Sabres out here. That car might as well just be a almost a Toyota Avalon. I mean, 90s and early 2000s Monte Carlos and Grand Prix, man. Those yeah, still, forever. Still going. Yeah, I don't know how or why. I mean, goodness, those methods around here can fix them. I call any Monte Carlo a holler buster and here's why when me and you work together I swear to you no matter how deep a holler we drove out no matter how far away we drove no matter how big of puddles that we got that big truck through there was a Monte Carlo sitting at the end of the roadway there's always a Monte Carlo out there somewhere there's always a Monte Carlo it never <laughs> fails you always see one I don't know why I mean like, what is these Monte Carlos? Are these, like, just, like, everyday perfect rally cars that no one knows about? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Right? Least, when is when is this MR2, the Mr. 2, supposed to come out? 2019, or was it, like, 2020? Like, I think it's slated for 2020, but I have to double-check. But I just hope, <laughs> I hope they don't screw it up. You know, because usually when you... When two companies get together and start mixing parts, it's disaster. FRS? But, yes. <laughs> Most notably, the FRS and the, the BR tricks. I mean, I, I yeah. hope they do a good job with it. I'd like to see them do a good job. If you're going to do it, let's do it right. Let's bring it back. Let's sell it. Get to sell I it. think it's going to be, it's going to be like a mini, like a, um, NSX, <laughs> like you know, what I'm talking about. Like I, I say that because like the new NSX is mid-engined, pretty much hybrid, all-wheel drive. Yeah, that that's what's gonna be. It's gonna be like a hybrid, all-wheel drive. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I'm probably wrong, but I could just see it. It it make a you can't tell me it wouldn't make a great like all-wheel drive car. I want. Speaking of that, I want Honda to bring what's that like that S two hundred or whatever? A little S two thousand? No, not the S two thousand. No, that the one that's only been in Japan. It's like a little two door crazy. Oh my goodness. It's only available in Japan. Honda 
is his car. No, no, I don't care about that. It's like this little tiny, like, convertible. Wait, is that it? Japan only cars? Cars is. That looks just like it. Um. Honda Civic Type R, GTR, I don't care. Okay, come on. So, is it that? Toyota Prius Super GT race car. What? What is that? It's like a little tiny, it almost looks like a Mini Cooper version of a Honda. It's pretty, it's pretty weird. Oh, S660. Honda S660. Like, that would make a good little oh, car. Oh, okay, okay. I forgot all about that thing. Yeah, because no one has I mean, yeah, that, tell you about that'd be a great car to compete with the bug around here. And, and it's rear-wheel drive. B-Tech, bro. B-Tech power. B-Tech, yeah. I mean, I'd, I mean, that looks nice. I'd buy one. I mean, you know, I, I mean, it's terrible to say and terrible to admit, but I'd buy a new bug if I, if I really needed to. Right. Wow. So this is, this is going to be like history repeating itself pretty soon. Most of these makers are going to start bringing the old models back or trying to. Listen, GM is to bring back the Cuda. They should. They definitely should. And they need to wake Oldsmobile back up and be a shot in their arm. But they do. I mean, they, they would just sell cars on the name alone. On But uh, did you have? Do you have anything else that you need to talk about? So the next segment I had, or idea, was what was quiet. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. What do you got on that segment okay. for us? All right. So coming up on that one, and this is, you know, not saying if it's a good car, bad car, reliable, all that. Just best noise insulation at a quick glance so starting off we got the Kia K900 Cadenza Sorento Sedona hmm. the Kia K900 yes what is that? super quiet that is Kia's answer to the big LS Lexus Okay. Okay. That and the and then the Cadenza is their answer to the Avalon. I need to just buy an Avalon. I just need to go buy an Avalon. I would love to have one of those. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, I want an XLE so bad. I know you'd want you'd want either the XSE or the TRD edition. Is the TRD edition out yet? Not yet, but it's coming. That's gonna be like forty-five, fifty-five. Yeah, that's about gonna be a starting price for it. Uh-huh. And it's uh, it's gonna be sweet. I think about like a tundra for that much. Oh yeah, probably even cheaper now because uh, they got all those rebates on them. Exactly. That that thing they're just trying to sling cars out nowadays. So. Yeah. Okay. And then let's see. After that, we've got <clears throat> Toyota, Avalon, Land Cruiser, Sequoia, Highlander, Prius, Camry. Quietness, the yeah. Land Cruiser is, yeah. a, 
is ahead of the camera. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff between you and the road. I've only seen one of those, I think, like a new one. And I was very surprised. I was like, is that a Land Cruiser? I haven't seen any Land Cruiser. And the oh, only yeah. Land Cruiser I see are 90s editions, which is great car, by the way. Those are great, yes, and bulletproof that will run two to three million miles. Oh, yeah, I guarantee it. And I guarantee it. I'd buy a Land Cruiser. I don't even care. Like, I'd be like, oh, I've never changed the oil in it. I'll still buy it. Because I yeah. know that car's going to go forever. Yeah, like, just give it here. I'll change the oil. Knock about $5,000 off the price. And I'll take it home. Yep. <laughs> It'll still run as is. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, look, look, the only, I would love to have a Land Cruiser. But if I had that kind of money, you know what I would buy? What? The LX which is the Lexus version of a Toyota Land Cruiser. Because Land Cruiser is pretty much almost a Lexus, especially in the price range. Exactly. But I think I would just go ahead and get the the biggest boy for that kind of money. <laughs> just see the big, big bad one? Yeah, just call it quits right there for almost the same money. Makes sense. And then we have General Motors. Who's very good at sound insulation. I give them high top credit for that. They have a whole noise, vibration, ice, and harshness team, and they developed noise canceling exhaust technology. I feel like you know the best way. Is, I mean, it, uh, you hope it's quiet. You know, especially inside the highway, on the cars passing, you need to be quiet, waiting on you know the tow company. No. Right. It's quiet in here. And your air conditioner works. Right. And then from from them I have the Impala, Malibu, Traverse, Cruise, Volt, Silverado, GMC Sierra, Terrain, Acadia, and let's see, Buick Lacrosse. Enclave, Encore, Envision, Regal, Cascada. Now on the Cascada, you have to make sure the top is closed. Yeah. Not all the wind noise in the world, right there, yeah. right there at the top of your head. Exactly. You know what? I might have. We need to get together. I might have an Arcadia for me and you to review a new one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know someone. That, I think it's an Arcadia. Um. Is that that's the not the biggest SUV? That's the middle one, right? Right. Okay, yeah, I think I think I, I think I know someone that has like a 2017 one. Let me, hmm. let me let me text him right now. We keep going on, sir. Okay, and then continuing with General Motors, we have Cadillac, CT6, ATS, XTS, Escalade. Yeah, it's a it rides rough. It's <laughs> it's not worth a hundred thousand dollars unless you just want to pay for the Cadillac name. A, a mostly or it, suburban. Yeah, which rides so much smoother. That Cadillac Escalade has a harsh ride to it. It hurts when you go over bumps. Oh, it's a it's a terrain. It's a GMC terrain. Hopefully six cylinder. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I hope I hope six cylinder. I'm about to see because she actually lives near where you work and I might be able she has a 15 it's a 15 it's a 2015 GMC terrain have you ever been to one of those it looks really nice from the outside though it looks like it's newer yeah 
they're they're pretty sharp. I've never been in one, but I'd I'd like to ride in them, especially yeah. the one with the three six V six in it. I don't think she knows anything about that at all. I think she just bought a car that had a lot of room in it. She just went so, went to the car lot and said, "I'll take this one." Pretty much, I think so. <laughs> it's like an ugly shit I read too. So, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can work out on that because, like I said, she lives right, almost right beside where you work, and we can easily, you know, my girlfriend's best friend with her. So, <laughs> I'll see what I can do for us. Get a nice little quick review in, of the car. So. Nice. That, that that would be sweet. It I'd love awesome. to do that. Okay, but let's let's continue. Sorry to interrupt you. Yes. And then let's see who we got next. We've got Audi A6, A7, S7, A8, Q5, Q7. Audi is another master of the quiet. You mean the RS7 and the R8's not on there for their loud fire-spitting exhaust? <laughs> the TT, the TT Quattro, the, the GTI, well, not GTI. <laughs> which the, the Volkswagen GTI is quiet. It is. It's so quiet. Until, you know, you're burning up the clutch. Right. Okay. And what else we got? We got any Ford on there? We do have some Ford. We have, we, Ford. we have the F-150, the Edge. Really? Yep. We've got the Flex. We've got the Escape. And we have the... And the Focus is, is quiet. It is. My Focus is loud, though. I'm not going to lie. It's, I mean, my Apollo is a lot quieter. I hear a lot more, and I feel a lot more of the wind in my Focus. But, I mean, there's no denying that. It's a, it's a hatchback. It's a tiny car. It, I mean, but it gets the job done. You know what I mean? Yeah, not too bad. Oh, I'm gonna miss the ST, really. Damn. Oh, dude, I am too. But I won't buy a used one because you know everyone that bought one of those cars, you know, like they ripped that car. I mean, unless I can buy it from like an old man, like I know whenever he drove it, he drove it more properly and took care of it. I mean, I know kids and guys that have gone to like four or five clutches and they bought the thing brand new and it's only 50,000 miles. Like, there's no way. I'm, I'm not going to buy, you know what I mean? There's no way. So, I mean, it sucks though. But I mean, hopefully Ford will bring it back. Yes. Yeah, that's a nice car, actually. I, I liked it myself. The one that we test drove. Such a nice car. It was, and it's so easy to get into and drive. I was surprised when I drove that SI, how easy it was for me just to get in and just drive it like, like it was nothing, you know? I mean, I gotta get used to the shifting, like whenever I shift, like I, I gotta like find the point to where I'm not like revving up the RPMs as I'm waiting to release my clutch, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I mean, I'll get all that taken care of soon. I mean, hopefully I get one. I'm really hoping to get one, because I gotta, I gotta get out of my focus. I love my focus to death. It's such a great car. I mean, I could keep it forever, but I just I want something different, you know? Yeah. So that brings me to what I was gonna ask. Uh, when are you are you gonna go to Cincinnati and look at the other one? I am actually. I'm going to uh, save up some money. I already have a little bit of money stored away. So I'm just gonna probably get like a another thousand saved up, and then I'm gonna probably head out that way to go look at one. 
and just try to focus them towards it because I feel like they're gonna take better care of the car um that car lot just I mean I like the car I hate the color <laughs> but like I could live with that car I could drive that car I could be okay with that car even though I know everything wrong with it I feel like I could talk him down to 14 and I could leave with that car you know oh, so yeah. but they're just with that stripe they added to it it just it makes it so much more boy racer I don't, I don't like that you know I just I want to lower the car a little bit put some different wheels on it you know ride the tires a little bit do an exhaust you know just build the engine a little bit and go from there I don't want to do a lot I mean everything I said is what everyone wants to do to a car so yeah a lot but like I'm not even trying to turbo it I'm just trying to keep it in a you know what I mean just get the power up a little bit and just go from there you know make a good clean looking car that's it that's nothing more nothing, I don't need nothing crazy I don't need no stupid big wang gang I don't need none of that <laughs> you know I don't need no loud fart can I'm, wondering I'm, not I'm so sorry nice proper exhaust and stuff like that you know nice proper exhaust some nice you know <laughs> some nice wheels and I would you know the car would look good yeah so the Civic SI would be it would be awesome yeah type R 305 horses yeah. that's another good one like what how much are those type R's I think they're about 40 50,000 Jesus, man. That's a lot of money. That, yes, it is for a, a car, especially. A Honda. Yeah. <laughs> a Honda. It's, it's not just a lot of money for a car. It's a lot of money for a Honda. So. All right. You got any more for us? All right. And let's see. Another go-to, the Lexus. I'm surprised you didn't start off. Let's we got the, I know, right? Yeah, I figured I'd switch it up and get some of the other boys in there. Let's see, we got the ES, which has just been radically redesigned to mimic the Camry and the Avalon. Nice. Then we have the RX, the LX, the GS, and GX. Super quiet automobiles. And also very expensive. Yeah, but well worth it. it. They are. Lexus hold their value. I feel like. I mean, obviously it's a Lexus, so why wouldn't it? But they do. They hold their value a lot. And I, I have to admit that I'm a little disappointed. Actually, a lot disappointed with the LS, the new one. That was my dream car, and they ruined it a little bit. Do they really? What they do? They put a 3.5 liter twin turbo V6 in it. Took away the V8. A th- they a they made the turbo? Di- yeah, they put a twin turbo in it. I mean, I don't know what they were thinking about. Well, I do, but it's stupid. In the name of fuel efficiency. And then they said they wanted more thrust than what the V8 was putting out. So what, at like 3,000 RPMs, your head goes flying backwards? Yeah, that's what they want out of what's supposed to be a sedated and calm luxury sedan you don't need that then you need the power to get up and pass when you need it you need quietness you don't need every time you shift or whatever it shifts for you you know what i mean right yeah and they've they 
ruin what that car is. And it was once the benchmark of luxury uh, cars. Mercedes, BMW, they all had the benchmark off of that thing. Well, now they've taken us quite a few steps back, and Audi has nudged ahead of them per Consumer Reports. Yeah. Their their new favorite luxury luxury sedan is now the Audi A8, which yeah, I would which love. Is, I would love to have one of those as a Sunday driver. I want it. I would want an M8. M8. M8? Yes, have you heard about BMWs? BMWs? Is it? Wait, I'm are you thinking about the same car? I, I think I might have just like misspoke, which is terrible. I never misspeak. Yeah, 2020 um, BMW M8 is one coupe to rule them all. Like it looks, it looks amazing. I Google that real quick. Okay. It looks like a really big M6, and you know me, I love the six series. Oh my, the six series is my favorite series of BMW. Six series, the ultimate handling machine. I remember those. Those are beautiful cars. That and the oh. three series. You want to carve a corner? That's your car. Listen, the, I, I don't know what it is. The six series to me is beautiful, but this these M8. Oh wow! This it, yeah. it almost looks like a, a Maserati on the rear. It, it looks B E A. Wow! Beautiful. That looks. Oh, BMW is a good car. I mean, I would have this, and if I had a lottery, dude, I'd have so many different cars. But I would definitely own like an M6. And you do you know, these are thirty thousand dollars each. You can go out right now and buy a used M6. For like thirty thousand dollars, that's less than what you could buy an M5 or an M4 or used M34, which is ridiculous right now. Like, I don't know why the M6 doesn't hold its value because you can buy an all-wheel drive version or a rear-wheel drive version. Like, these are beautiful cars. What are people thinking? I want one, but I can't afford one because the maintenance is way too high. Yes. Yeah, the maintenance is like those oil changes are ridiculously high up at BMW. Mine's forty bucks, which is bad. Forty bucks in the top gun. Yeah, so, can't beat that. But what else do you got for us? And let's see. I've got a couple Fiats in here that are pretty quiet. I hate to admit it, but is that because they're not running? That's one. <laughs> <laughs> That's they have that extra quiet package. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you're waiting on the mechanic, they're really yeah. quiet. The only thing uh, I'd buy is in a bar for a bathroom. <laughs> only one I'd buy because that one I drove blew yeah. my mind. Oh my goodness! Oh, such a beautiful car, such a beautiful sounding car, such but such underrated car. Everyone's oh, it's a Fiat, it's a car, it's this, it's that. It doesn't matter what people say. Look at it in a bar. If you like it, you like the way it sounds, go buy one. I would love to have one. Fiat can make a hatchback. Fiat can make a freaking hatchback. That's all I gotta say about Audi. They, uh, let's see, I've got the Fiat Chrysler Pacifica. They're minivan. <laughs> I'll give them their props on that. They're quiet and well finished. And they ride well when they're running. <laughs> The Fiat Chrysler 300. I actually drove one of those in 2015. Very underwhelming. I don't see what people get out of those cars, but I would have. I preferred my four-cylinder Toyota over that six-cylinder 300. It was just a. It was all that transmission is just awful. 
Legends, made by ZF. Not worth the price tag. And no, the not. Fiat Durango says Dodge on it. Says Dodge on it. I'll give them a give them a couple tasks for being quiet. And then from there, I'll move to the Beamers. BMW 7 Series. Mm-hmm. If you do not want a Lexus, you want that German performance and your luxury, get that 7 Series. You want quiet and good handling, get the 6 and the 3. Okay. I agree. Everything you're saying is true. That's uh, yeah. that's our list of quiet vehicles for the money. Outside of a Maybach, a Rolls Royce, <laughs> these are for We're normal talking people. about vehicles that you can afford yeah. if you move your way up in a company, not if you own one. Right, these are so. for normal people that work their way up. And yeah. then uh, once you finally get there, if you still like German cars, hey, it's hard to beat that Mercedes S-Class and GLE and E-Series. That is for pure quietness. Now look out for the maintenance bill, but you'll definitely have a quiet ride. Mostly, you don't need you don't need to worry about maintenance bill. Yeah, if you can if you, if you could pay for the car, take it to Mercedes Benz North America, your local dealer. No Volvo's though, like Volvo. Oh, them and their raspy engine noise. You know, as a kid, speaking of Volvo, as a kid. I was actually afraid of Volvos. You remember how the seats looked inside the driver's seat with the holes in them? Oh, yeah. What was that for? I don't know why they did that. I don't know if that was supposed to be some kind of whiplash lessening, but that, for some reason, as a kid, that freaked me out when I saw that. That's such a really weird fear. That was, yeah. When I got older, I was like, when I got older, I was like, why was I afraid of that? That's, I can't even remember why I was scared of that. That's so weird. So silly. <laughs> but, uh, now when, when we step into like the 99 Volvos and 98s and things, those are the ones I liked. Yeah. Oh my God. They'd run forever. Except for mine. My 99. Live my transmission line. Yeah, that sucked. I liked that car too. It was roomy. I got, I got to drive it when you had it. It was a great car. The only yeah. issue, like that piping that I needed to fix, it was so small too, man. It was like two hundred and fifty bucks at Volvo. The exact size, length, everything. Two hundred and fifty dollars. I went to Advanced Auto Parts. I bought the piece myself. Put it on there. I couldn't find the exact right size. It was like a weird quarter-sized whatever. You know, just like off size that like no one had. So I bought a bigger size and I put a clamp on it and I tightened the clamp. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it still leaked. It just wasn't enough. It just, it never fully worked. So I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to get to the car. You know? So I love that little car though. It was such a good car. Such yeah. a good car. Secure handling, safe. I mean, you can get hit by a tank in that car and you're going home. Yeah, you're not exactly. going to the hospital. You're going home. Exactly. I agree. I completely agree. So, but uh, Mr. Fox, we are at our limit. It's crazy that we've been talking for almost an hour. I feel like we've had some awkward silences and some quiet moments in this conversation. But I guess that's how you know you're having a good conversation. Yeah. So 
if you have made it to this point everybody thank you so much for listening i will be uploading another video this thursday um which will be december i think it'll be the 20th yes december 20th will be another podcast uploaded i will be breaking up the podcast more into segments but today i was running very short on time so i did all of them together at once with mr fox so other than that guys thank you so much for listening mr fox thank you for being here once again um very good to just sit back and have a nice conversation with a buddy i agree happy to do it well like i said i do appreciate all you do and all you you know bring to this channel and all of your help i don't think my channel would be where it's at and gain the traction that it has if it was not for you so thank you um sir and uh anybody else thank you for listening and stay tuned for more like i said thursday december 20th expect another one uploaded get it wherever you get your podcast and hopefully soon we have a facebook page you can follow us on there other than that guys have a good night mr fox i'll talk to you later sir all right talk to you later Appreciate it.